It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Here we go with episode number 77 of this program here on KSL News Radio. We have a lot of ground to cover, and we're going to try to squeeze a press conference in between it all. The governor, along with the lieutenant governor, the state epidemiologist, and some representatives from Silicon Slopes will be at 1.30 hosting a press conference today. And we, because there is so much important information contained in these press conferences, will be broadcasted uh, on these uh, airwaves. Uh, I want you to know that that is my my goal is to make sure that on these airwaves and certainly during my show this one here live mike uh, that you have the opportunity to hear from the absolute experts and get analysis of the data and the goings and the resources that you have at your disposal as you and i together come together uh, to combat this coronavirus. Uh, The biggest piece of news, of course, uh, and the biggest piece of guidance we can follow is to stay safe, uh, stay home. That way we save lives. That's the slogan shared with us uh, in the directive by Governor Gary Herbert. So we'll hear from that crew uh, at about 1.30 today. And in the meantime, I want to talk to you about a a number of other things. There is some news outside of the coronavirus realm this morning that broke, and it has to do with the race for the presidency. Now, uh, For the most part, everything seems to be on schedule. The candidates, of course, have altered the way that they are campaigning. There are, of course, uh, no rallies like we are accustomed to seeing. uh, And you have likely paid far less attention to the, the presidential race. Now, the primaries are still uh, in uh, taking place, and there is a nominating convention hosted by each party uh, every four years. The News today is that the Democrats have announced that they have pushed back uh, to the week of August 17th their nominating convention. Now, what happens at a nominating convention? Very simply, and I'm sure you know, but for the folks who don't, let me tell you real quickly it is that the parties each select who will be their candidate to compete in the general election. I have been very lucky in various capacities over the past uh, number of presidential elections to uh, be in attendance at uh, both the Republican and the Democratic uh, nominating conventions. And the plan, at least it was, I haven't yet talked to the bosses, but uh, the plan was uh, to attend both of these nominating conventions this year. Now, with the change of schedule, that's a, a question mark. And also because there remains a question as to the nature of these nominating conventions. Uh, it is believed that the Joe Biden for president campaign spoke to the party, and the request was that it, it certainly be moved back, you know, in the wake of this coronavirus uh, pandemic, that we move it back to this August 17th date. But uh, there was also a request by the Biden campaign that the nature of the convention remain in place. If you've never been to one of these, uh, I'm sure you've seen them at least on TV, but let me tell you, uh, when you're there, it is a sea of people. Uh, You are shoulder to shoulder for hours on end as uh, big names within the respective parties take the stage and offer uh, rousing remarks. Uh, They cheer on their candidate. They speak from their own position. They promote the platform of the party. And outside of the convention floor, again, where you're packed in there like sardines shoulder to shoulder, there are uh, concerts uh, taking place. 
place. It's essentially a big party. And that what is exactly what is right now scheduled to take place in Milwaukee in August. And then as the Republicans get together uh, later on in the month. But it is uncertain if the nature of the convention will remain that way. So we'll find out. Uh, we're going to keep a close eye on that. And I'll be touching base with the bosses later to see if uh, uh, I'll be uh, attending these conventions myself, uh, either you know, due to scheduling changes uh, or coronavirus fears. Uh, all of my plans may be uh, up in the air right now. Anyway, uh, when I heard this news, I-, I wanted to talk to two people in particular, one of them being Scott Howell. You know, he's joined us so many times on this program and offered excellent expert uh, analysis of the debates and how the Democrat candidates are doing. You remember he was uh, a former senator here in the state of Utah and now uh, is filling the role as a surrogate for uh, candidate Joe Biden. Surrogate, of course, someone who uh, you know is supportive of a candidate and uh, is you know certified by the campaign to speak on the candidate's behalf. Anyway, uh, Amy was kind enough to call over to Scott Howell this morning and asked him when he heard the news of this change uh, in the calendar – for the Democratic nominating convention, uh, she simply asked uh, Scott Howell, what are your initial thoughts on this? It's just an uncanny uh, season of politics that's never happened in the history of the United States or probably any other country. It's all in flux, and it changes, and uh, literally it changes by the hour. It's a process that has been so traditional that we've never looked outside of our swimming lanes, so to speak, and we are desperately, both nationally and on the state, trying to figure out what to do uh, to keep within the, the laws of each convention. You know, both Democrats and Republicans have the same type of thing. But nationally, uh, on our call yesterday, it was very clear we're, they're going to move it out later on in the year uh, if they can even hold it. And there's so many unknowns right now. Um, the technology piece of it we think can work. Um, on the state side, we had a plan in place that we were going to have people drive up and show the driver's license and give a ballot. Um, but now we don't even know if that will work uh, due to other restrictions about sheltering. And so the technology piece, uh, there's, there's big chances on that, trying to make sure you get the right bandwidth and everybody is part of it. So it is in complete flux. And it might be that we end up going back uh, and, and putting this off a little bit longer. Yeah. He mentioned that this is an issue being faced by parties at the national level as well as the state and local level. We have, over the past number of weeks, as this coronavirus has moved through and become such a dominant part of our lives right now, spoken to the various party leaders here at the state level, and we've learned that, of course, the uh, respective nominating conventions here at the state level have both uh, been, I don't want to say canceled, uh, but the nature has been changed so dramatically. There will not be in-person gatherings uh, for the nominating convention at the state level this year. In fact, there will be some sort of technological logical workaround uh, put in place where the delegates uh, will be able to cast their ballot uh, and nominate candidates in that fashion. Uh, time has expired for us to continue walking through these conversations, but later on in the program, after the press conference, I'm going to find some time closer to the end of the program. I want you to hear uh, as well from Jeff Merchant, who chairs the Democratic Party here at the state level. Uh, talk to him a little bit about uh, some of his reactions to the changing of these dates and if he thinks that the integrity of this election is being compromised due to this coronavirus. 
understand that. We are in the midst of a presidential election as well as a pandemic, global pandemic. This is singular to human history. It is absolutely amazing and astounding. And the lessons that we're learning and the way we are expected to adapt our behavior is really, really uh, calling on the creativity of all involved and a lot of collaboration as well. So that's going to come up uh, later on in the program. There was a wonderful conversation. I'm grateful to Amy. Uh, what she did for me, she, she called up these uh, two gentlemen, had uh, extensive conversations with them and shared with me some of the information that they had to share. And so I have that audio uh, from these men, again, Scott Howell uh, and Jeff Merchant, chair of the Democratic Party, talking about the dramatic change in when the Democratic National Convention will take place, being pushed up about a month. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to be speaking to a great friend of mine, Mary Richards. You know her very well, reporter here on KSL News Radio. She spent some time back in New York putting together a documentary called The First Vision Bicentennial. It's going to air in conjunction with conference this weekend. We're going to get a sneak peek next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.